الحديث الرابع والثلاثون عن أبي سعيد الخدري رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول من رأى منكم منكرا فليغيره بيده فإن لم يستدق فبلسانه فإن لم يستدق فبقلبه وذلك أدعف الإيمان رواه مسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In this hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man ra'a minkum munkaran. A person who sees something bad happening or something bad being done, falyugayyurhu biyadihi. Let him stop that bad thing with his hand. I want you to make a distinction here between something bad happening and the person who is doing the bad thing. Rasulullah is talking about changing the evil act, but the Messenger has not spoken about the person who is doing the evil act. Some people have totally misunderstood this hadith. They think when you see someone doing something bad, then you must beat the person. Rasulullah is not talking about dealing with the one who is doing something bad. The Messenger وسلم, is talking about dealing with the bad thing, not the person. I want to divide munkar into two categories. The first category of munkar is the munkar which is not connected to the person who is doing the bad thing. Meaning, the bad thing is not attached to the person. Then there is the second type of munkar where the bad thing is actually attached to the person who is doing it. I'll give an example of the first one. If I walk into a place and I find someone with a bottle of beer in front of him, this munkar, this beer is munkar, it is something bad, but it's not attached to the person, is it? It's not attached to him. Or I walk into the room, into any room, and find someone listening to music, some loud music playing in the room. Obviously, there is no connection. The music is not directly connected to the person who is playing the music. You get my point? In a case where the munkar is not connected to the person, then you have to change it using your hand. Are we together? But sometimes the munkar is connected to the person, and I'll come to that later. In a case where you uh, get into a car, for example, and find the owner of the car playing some loud music, what are you supposed to do? What, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, you get into a car, and the occupant of the car is playing some very loud music. What is your first action? No, 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 no. Rasulullah Rasul is saying, if you see something evil, change it with your hand. That is the first option. The first option is to change it using what? Using the hand. And I'm saying you change with your hand something which is not connected to the person who is doing it. So music is not connected to the person, so you can change it with your hand. Because the music is not on his body. Do you get my point? So what's not connected to his body, change it with the hand. For example, if there is some loud music being played in, in a room, 
If you want to change that munkar, then change it by turning down the loud music. Then after that, you speak to the person who is playing the loud music. In this case, it won't be amru bil ma'roof wa nahi anil munkar. In this case, it will be nasiha, advice directed at the person who was, who was doing the munkar. Are we together? You change the munkar, then you direct advice, good advice, to the person who was doing the munkar. Or you find someone about to start drinking beer, the bottle is in front of him. What do you do? You take it away. You take it away from him. Put it away from him, then direct some good advice to him. So the changing with the hand is not on the person. The changing with the hand is on the munkar. Don't start beating the person. That's not changing munkar with the hand. Some people haven't understood the hadith. They think if you see someone doing something bad, Rasulullah said we should change it with our hands. Take this. No, no, no. You get my point? Or you walk into, into the house, for example, and find, or maybe into the masjid, and you find someone who doesn't know hang some pictures here in the masjid and so on. What do you do? You take them down. All right? Take them down. Then after that, speak to the person. No, don't put pictures in the masjid and so on. This is advice. But there is a certain type of munkar where the munkar is connected to the person. For example, someone is wearing uh, trousers, dragging on the ground, sweeping the ground, or even a thobe that sweeps the ground. We know that to be haram, it's isbal, right? So in this case, you come with a pair of scissors and, and cut them. In this case, the hand is not going to work. In this case, we move to the second phase, which is the phase of the mouth. So that's what the Messenger means when he says, if he cannot manage, meaning certain munkarat which cannot be changed with the hand, then change them with your mouth. Someone who is wearing something which is haram, I can't change that with my hands. So, if he can't manage to change it with the hands, then this is where the mouth is now applicable. Are we together? It's not a matter of choice. It's a matter of what can be changed with the hand and what cannot be changed with the hands. Are we together? Someone has a funny haircut, for example. Funny haircut, he cut his hair one side and the other side and he has dreadlocks. And you can change this with your hands. This cannot be changed with the hands. This is something that must be changed with the mouth. If you misunderstand the hadith, you might come with a pair of scissors and say, Rasulullah said, we must change munkar with our hands and then... So the person who is commanding something good and forbidding something evil also needs to have certain qualities in him. And there are three qualities of amru bil ma'roof wa nahi anil munkar. Before you go into attacking people, into changing things, you need three things. How many? Number one, you need to have ilm. You need to know 
that it's really haram. This is exactly what we were discussing a few minutes ago with uh, uh, Sheikh Masira here. Maybe you find someone wearing uh, uh, a, a black thobe, and because of your lack of ilm, you think, it's, you think it's haram, and you grab him. So you need to have ilm, first of all. You need to have ilm of halal and haram. If you don't have ilm of halal and haram, you'll be fighting with people. Something that's not haram, you go there trying to change it with your, with your hands. Number one, ilm. Number two, you need to have uh, hikmah. You need to be soft when changing munkar. It's not a fight. It's not a fight. Change the munkar, but be soft with the person who is doing the munkar. Udu'u ila sabili rabbika bil hikmati wal mawa'idhatil hasana. Okay, you've turned down the music, but don't start shouting at the person who was playing the music. Don't go like, you turn it down and then you people are still for Allah, haram no, it's not like that. Turn it down, then give him some good nasiha, ad-deenun nasiha. Some good advice. If he doesn't take it, you've done what you're supposed to do. Ad-dayta ma'alik. The third quality is the quality of patience. I want you to quickly look at this ayah in Surah Luqman. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on the lips of Luqman, Ya Bunay, my son, Aqimi salah, wa'mur bil ma'roof, wanha anil munkar. Then what? Wasbir ala ma asabak. Establish salah, make amru bil ma'roof, command what is good, and forbid what is evil, then. Wasbir ala ma asabak. Be patient because after amru bil ma'roof wa nahi anil munkar, what comes out of that needs sabr. It needs patience. If you don't have sabr, then amru bil ma'roof and nahi anil munkar is not your majal. If you don't have sabr, then amru bil ma'roof and nahi anil munkar is something that you cannot do. You need these three qualities. Because after commanding someone to do something good, you expect, you, you expect other to come to you. And in the stages of, of da'wah that we uh, uh, mentioned the other time, we said the first thing is al-ilm, al-amal, al-da'watu ilayh, al-sabr ala al-adha fi. Al-ilm, knowledge. Al-amal, practice. Al-da'watu ilayh, to call people, was sabr. Followed by sabr. So amru bil ma'roof and nahi anil munkar requires sabr. And I want to emphasize where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, man ra'a minkum munkaran, what is meant is the actual seeing, the one who sees. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam didn't say the one who is told about munkar. In order for you to take these steps, to change the munkar with your hand, you have to see the munkar with your eyes. Are we together? You have to see it, not something people tell you about. In this case, the hadith does not apply. It only applies to those who have seen. And once you see this man ra'a, this is a shart condition. Man ra'a minkum munkaran, that is the shart. That is the jawab shart. Meaning anyone who sees the munkar, 
Taghirul munkar, to change that munkar becomes compulsory on him if he sees the munkar. But then what about, what if he just hears the munkar, like, like music? The hadith says, ra'a, he sees. What about something which is only heard, like, like music? Does it also apply? It applies because this hearing is one of the hawas, not hearing about. Not hearing about the music. Hearing the music. You hear people playing some loud music. Not people telling you that some people played some loud music. That doesn't apply. That is a rumor. Are we together? Amru bil ma'roof and nahi anil munkar applies to what you see and what you hear, not what you were taught by people. That, that does not constitute amru bil ma'roof and nahi anil munkar. Are we together? This hadith needs further explanation, but we happen to have run out of time. So next, uh, next week, inshallah, we complete this hadith and start the hadith that comes after it. How far have we gone? Hadith number 35. 15, 15 hadiths to go, inshallah. May Allah make it easy for us. Subhanallah, Ya, yeah.